podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harry at Diver. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Hello. Welcome to episode seventy-four. Oh, if I only happen, I was saying I love that song. 74, 75. Well, we're here. 74. And next week, you'll be bloody 75. God, so many people of you won't. Do you know what? Do you even know how I'm gigging lately? My brain, like, the word, words aren't coming out of my brain properly. I remember once a friend of mine saying, this friend of mine's got bipolar as well. And he was like, yeah, it, apparently it it happens a lot because your brain is, how do you say it? So your brain's trying to process all of its emotions. So it's got its hands full. And then, so it's, <laughs> so it's sort of <laughs> given up on how you're saying stuff. Because I, I was at a gig the other day and, I, and, and the stuff I was saying before just for, for, it made no sense. And the other acts were just looking at me confused. And I was like, and I thought, my God, I hope it make more sense when I'm on stage. Do you know what I mean? Thank goodness it's sort of like pre-planned stuff. Well, most of the time. See, even, because I, so this other comedian goes, how did you get here? And I looked at him straight in the eye with a serious face, bearing in mind we were in, where were we? Harrogate. He goes, how did you get here? I looked at him right in the eye and just went, I walked. And he went, what? And I went, and then the, I went, yeah, I walked. And then, the, and then I realised what I said. And I was like, sorry, I walked from the train station. I was just, yeah, like, I don't know, I don't know what it is. I just aren't saying, like, my, my brain knows, does it? Yeah, because I'm thinking what, it is what the right answer is, and and then there's just like a. But as I've mentioned before, and anyway, I think I've always been to a certain degree. Do you know what? As well, there's um. So I've got a friend that is is quite impatient. So if you are burbling your words and not really making any sense, <laughs> she'll just look at you like you're an idiot. Um. Well. I'm not sure that makes her a friend or it. So, if ever I sort of am doing that with her and she's looking at me like an idiot, my God. Because that's the worst thing you can do, isn't it? If 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 someone's just there nicely, just being patient with you for when you figure out what, what you're trying to say, then, then that's fine. But if someone's looking at you like shit, then you're just saying even more absolute nonsense that doesn't make sense. It's mad though, isn't it? It's mad how how you can even let yourself be that person where you just wouldn't have a bit of patience with someone that's obviously having a, a bit of a struggle. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, I did a lovely gig in, in the Harrogate the other day. One of them places, walking there from the train station, there so many side alleys and at one point I was proper walking through a park. If it wasn't a nice area, I probably would have been murdered about six times. 
But, oh, the, yeah, the gig was great. I don't know whether it's because of my medication or... No, I think it definitely is. Since I've been back on my medication, like, in my head, usually, when I'm gigging, no matter how well it's going, I'd say there's always that, you know, that thing that always people always say where, the, like, a, a duck swimming gracefully well i mean i don't know whether all set is ever could ever be described as great graceful well i'd say that i'd say there's a certain element of of grace to it <laughs> would you yeah um but yeah but then always in my head constantly like i said no matter how well it's going there's always a panic like oh what what am i gonna say next what like that whereas with this medication it's just absolutely taken all of that away so i'm just on on stage just so relaxed and it is brilliant oh so much better just so much more comfortable and and i just know i'm just like i'm bloody having a diet i've got it covered pal yeah, and I'm very happy with that. Very happy indeed. I need to, do you know what though? It's a funny one when sometimes, isn't it, you've just got to take out bits that you love and then they're just suddenly, like they've worked lots and then they suddenly don't work and then they just make the audience Weird. So, so even in my in my club set, I'll put in my uh, lately. I'll put in my opening number to my sooty thing, and it was and it was doing really well. And then suddenly, yeah, it's, I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's a bit long or whether it's just because I guess it's essentially a set, and then in the middle, just a like a song from a musical. And there's no more to it, so maybe that's why it's just a bit, it's just a bit clunky. Because I just felt like so it went so well, and then there, there was just this clunk of, of this song, that would ju- yeah just didn't really fit. And then afterwards, I was like, oh god, I can't. It was fine, but just in comparison to the rest, it just sort of I'd say dipped off a bit. So, so then I was like. Well, at least I've saved the bill bit. So I pop the bill at the ends and then, oh, yeah, applause, applause. Thank you, thank you. So thank goodness, because sometimes I put the bill before. So if I hadn't have done that, then I would have, like, done a bit of, like, a speaking bit. And then, <laughs> then I was good. <laughs> Fucking old gimmick dire. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and I've still had this... This cold hasn't gone away. Oh, it's been it's been on my chest. It's been horrible, coughing and spluttering. And then, sorry to be gross, the problem is when you're out and about, coughing and spluttering, you need to you can't just like I said because it's it's on my chest. And my boyfriend's like, well, you need to just cough it up. You can't if you're just walking along. You can't just cough it up willy nilly. Yeah, but people do. Yeah, but those people that do are the people that I mutter under my breath, you dirty bastard, when I see him out and about. So, so I'd rather, 
it was what I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time. Oh Lord Jesus, that's a fire. Yeah, so I've had a bit of a bloody mare actually at the minute. It's well, I watched a. It's weird actually because I'm one of those people. As you've heard on here, I'll be like, oh, I just need, I just need more motivation. I have got more, no motivation at the minute. And then I woke up this morning, and, and this video on Facebook, one of these um, self help. No, not self help. Is it self like a sort of life coach guy? Literally popped up and was and was like uh, first thing this morning. It was like um, stop saying oh, I've got no motivation. I've got no this and I've got no that. That you're thinking about it wrong. Uh, you need to stop thinking about it like that. And you've got to just sort of visualise what you want and then the rest will come. Because I guess it does, but to keep going, oh, I've got no motivation. You're sort of putting a like a, a fact and an excuse on it. So then I'm not really sure whether I believed him in what he said. And he was like, yeah, and it's just you need to sort of change the negative thoughts. But it's impossible to... Yeah, but... You can't just say it's impossible because you're just doing what he what he said. You do need to change. Everyone just needs to change their way of thinking. But it's you know it's probably thirty five years of thinking. Wow, you sort of figured your own way around it, didn't you? So, because heaven forbid you should you could follow someone else's instructions. Well, no, what it was was I just thought, do you know what he's right about that? I I do just sort of say oh I'm not motivated and, and I sort of put that excuse on myself and and even like yesterday and, and while I've tried to every day make myself right because I'm make, making myself and well I thought it was because I had no motivation I don't know what it is because when I'm writing I'm just I'm just not writing anything good I just don't know what what it is like my brain and, and I think it was like this before I took this medication so I, so I don't even know if it's if it's that yeah everything I'm writing is shit but I think I think you're writing it knowing it you're writing it thinking it's gonna be shit I think that's the problem you need to like unlock that somehow you need, I reckon you just need to sort of like I don't know, take a few deep breaths clear your brain and then write, and just keep, I, just, I think, if you just keep writing, and writing, and eventually, something good will come, I guess that's the only thing you can do, really, but you've just got to keep trying, so yeah, because that's what I sort of did with this, because I meant to record this podcast yesterday, and then I've just felt like an absolute rut, so I didn't, and then today, I got up, went to the toilet, uh, well, I watched this one's video, went to the toilet, was sort of processing all of that, and then I thought, do you know what? You're going to go for a whole another day of, uh, I don't know, putting it off, making excuses, and getting emerged in your own self-pity. Well, as well, you do, you still don't feel it. <laughs> 100%. You just cough there to... No, I did, I, did, I did need a cough. Do you know what? I feel like I might be sick. Harriet, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I've just got this constant feeling in my throat. It's horrible. 
I do I do actually feel like I need a glass of water to be honest. God it makes you when you have a so I always carry a glass of water water with me for my gigs and that. Makes you realise how bloody cold it is. It's probably like it's cold, it's like it's been in the bloody freezer. <laughs> and there's something wrong with the tap water at the minute. It was uh it's all it come it's coming out white no matter how much you run it. And then when I poured myself a glass of water, I thought, well, am I just gonna drink this glass of white water? And then I and then I was like, what's that noise? And it was fizzing. What the bloody hell do you reckon that is? Anyway, so I made myself just record this, get it done. And I think that's a positive step. So I think so when the guy was like, right, so you know, saying you've got no motivation, that's a, an excuse, and you sort of change your way of thinking and, and, and just visualise what you want to do, and then it will just sort of figure itself out. But I just think I'm going to, when I'm dwindling and making excuses, just, right, just just do it, just get it done. I know I've got to be tough for myself. Very, it's difficult being self-employed, it's brilliant, but no one's got their eye on you. You need to have your eye on yourself more. Yeah. It's just, isn't it? If you don't get to where you want to be, and then, well, yeah, you've literally only got yourself to blame, and that's just going to make yourself hate yourself even more, isn't it? Please don't give yourself an excuse to hate yourself even more, you bloody son of a creature. Oh, I'll tell you what, what I think it was nice. Lovely, um... Louise Young uh, got in touch with me saying how much she liked the podcast. Big up, Louise. Absolutely love Louise. Uh, uh, well, gigs with her twice. But the first time, I don't, I don't think I saw her. I think I left as she was on stage. And then, uh, not because uh, I thought she was shit. I just had to be somewhere. Imagine. <laughs> She's oversized. But saw her and just thought, what a bag of shit. And then escaped. No, no, no. And then to so see her properly at my Barking Tales night, it's fucking brilliant. Do you know what? At the minute of the like, I'd say the the, the buzz of that of of newer acts, the ones that are the best, are women, women are far better at the minute. Not that it should be, not that it should be like one or the other, but just because well, unfortunately, we still live in a in a world where some people, well, dicks, will be like, oh, women aren't funny, but the fact that it's definitely the up-and-coming ones at the minute, that all the ones I want to watch are women. Fucking brilliant. I haven't known of a, of a guy making a buzz since Simon Lomas, and I'd say he's uh, he'll make a living from it now. He's a pro now, I'd say. Anyway, so he said, because I overshare... That uh, to balance it out, Louise has to give me a fact every day, and uh, <laughs> she well she has. She sent me a photo of a friend, a photo of a someone. She sent me a photo of a photo that her friend sent her. Does that make sense? And there's like some like there's just someone's random hair in the side, and then a friend's convinced it, it's a ghost. Well, it doesn't really make sense me explaining. Um, you just have to take my word for it. That was scary. Reminded me of, um, well, it's not actually that similar at all, but if you, because I did like a ghost project once at school and, um, I like looked at all different cases and, and, the, and they reckon that 
it was like three men and a baby. If you Google ghost on set, there's like the characters like in a in a scene, and then in the background there's just this like ghost of a boy. Yeah, it's mad. God, that was years ago. That was when I was at school. And I just did the, the Mary Celeste. So that's fascinating, isn't it? When just the whole everyone on the boat went missing. And uh, <laughs> she says that um, she what what was watching Making a Murderer with her grandma, and her grandma was laughing, so she didn't think um, her grandma was taking it as it was intended. So I think how do you how do you find that that funny? Although I, from Making a Murderer, took that if ever I had a, a child and it was a girl, I'd call it Dolores after the mother. I just love the name Dolores. And then I'd, if I'd always just think of her. But she seems ever so... Oh, it's, all, it's all just so sad. I haven't listened to the second season. Uh, I haven't watched the second season. I've only watched the first one, though. Someone said, someone put me off and said um, it was it was just... There was nothing really further along. It, 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 it was just pretty much, you know, they're still in prison, blah, blah, blah. So would you recommend it? Maybe that's why she was laughing. She was like, <laughs> well, it's just, they're not really offering me, they're not really offering me much more information than they did in the first. Everything, right? It's always, nothing is ever, nothing's ever simple. So I'm on this medication now, and I'm happy, like loads happier. It's literally the difference in mine and my boyfriend's relationship. It's just, I'm just so cut. I was just kicking off all the time like an absolute dick. I just feel so relaxed. It, it, it's absolutely brilliant. But like I said, nothing's ever straightforward. So it couldn't just be simple. So the doctor gave me, he go, he prescribed to take one every day, one tablet every day for two weeks, and then after the two weeks, to then take two a day. But he only has given me enough tablets to take one a day, and he's left, so he was a junior doctor, so it was his last day, and it's such a shame, because he was lovely, and then because it's Christmas and all of that, and I'll be away, I'm going to run out, so I, so I said to the pharmacy, the moment I got the tablets, I was like, this is, he hasn't given me enough here, and then she went, oh, just ring, ring, ring your doctors back up when, when you've run out, but then I've realised I'll be away. So then I ran, I ran up and they were like, oh, we can't sort out prescriptions over the phone, so you're going to have to come in. And I've got myself in so, so much of a flap about going in because it's daylight. So I'm like, well, I might wait until it gets darker. And I'm like, well, I might. not very good at doing things if I'm not already. If I'm in and, and I have a plan to go out, I find it difficult to get myself out. Does that sound weird? But when I'm out, my God, I could do all the errands in the world because I'm out. So I think I might wait till Monday. And hope, I wonder how long it will take to sort out prescription. A couple of days. So then I don't want to so just make myself do it. And here's the thing as well, is that it's going to... Uh, so it should have been, so it's like, what, £9 a, pres- a prescription... And it's the principle of the matter, because I should have been given enough tablets in the first time round, so the fact that I'm going to have to pay another £9, it's like, I think they I think it's, I think they just do, I think it's on purpose. No, Harriet, don't make it into a bloody conspiracy, alright? Right. Can you please do the good news? 
So, good news of the week. Do this before you need to blow your nose again. So, Rue Stellin says, I was so thrilled with how many vegan options there were at Barking Tales Christmas party. I ate beforehand just in case and regretted that massively when I saw the party rings. Oh, and you mentioned on the podcast before that you aren't sure how to pronounce my name. It's pronounced Ruska. But the way you say it is fine, and most people call me Rue, like a Rue sauce anyway. So I said, I think I'm alright. So I might just, yeah, I just call you Rue now. Ruska. 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 That's it, isn't it? Because it looks like, you you feel like it should be a one-syllable word. I think that's where my confusion is. But when it's Ruska... No, either in how you were saying anyway, it was but it's a two syllable word, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. But I said I was said that cat comes to the gig as well as been uh, training me how to say it. Fucking making a roux sauce is a nightmare. I find it really difficult. I can never make it uh, thick enough. I sort of get it down in the start and then it all goes wrong and then I just sort of bung it in and hope that the, the oven sorts it out. Like, in the, if because what would you do it? You'd do a roux for, like, fish pie or mac and, ch- mac and cheese. So, yeah, just fuck it up, pour it on, and then, like I said, I hope the oven sorts it out. Anyway, um, oh, yeah, and then Ruth said something really interesting. So I said, um, so I said, I think Barking Tales is the only comedy night ever where there's more vegans and gluten-free folk than meat-eaters. And then Rue says, maybe there's a comorbidity for veganism and mental health issues, or maybe you just have to be mental to go without cheese. (laughs) And then uh, then said, Ash Preston calls me Rusk and refuses to call me anything else. So I said, well, we should call him Ass I'm not sure why. Well, because it's Ash Preston. So I was going to say Ash Preston, and then I thought Ash Preston sounded better. So that was the the frame of the trail of thought behind that. Sarah Harrison says, I went back to work after hospital this week. Half days, Monday to Friday. I'll be gradually working up to full time in mid-January. It's brilliant, isn't it? So after all that, all that time in hospital, all that having an absolute there with your mental health, and now everything's proper getting back on track. What would you have for you, Sarah? Donna Bond says, I'm poorly too. This week, though, I discovered Tabata. It's not a witch's cat. It's interval intensive cardio. You get four blocks of two exercises, like skate slides and star jumps. Then do one for 20 seconds, rest for 10, then do the other. It's great, and I am now extremely ill. I don't blame it at all. Claire Forrester says, busy working, but did go for a lovely meal last night with Will and Wilma from the Stafford's Playground Nights. Check out this amazing pudding. This is brilliant. It looks like, is it an eaten mess? Looks like one. And then also, uh, check out this awesome Christmas card I've bought our nephew, and it's this brilliant dinosaur card from Bloody Car Factory. Brilliant. I love a bloody eaten mess, you know. I think they're absolutely ridiculous. Uh, yeah, ridiculously delicious. 
how was the Laura Flutterbella Dudley says how was the Nursebrook gig on Friday I arranged to come and then my husband rudely informed me that it was his staff night out I let him off as he hasn't had a night out for about two years you know that's fair enough isn't it it was great though Laura you missed out it was a great night uh Christine Elizabeth says get well soon poorly lady Highlight of my week, helping three and four-year-olds in their nativity play. Oh, my days. Little donkeys picking their noses and showing the evidence. Fidgeting repeatedly while sitting on their donkey tails. Waving enthusiastically to older siblings in the audience. Having a chat and a giggle with their neighbours. Spinning around on their bottoms. Woohoo! Taking their shoes off and putting them on and taking them off again. Missing their cues. Onto the stage, what's not to love? Sheer joy. That's like that is like my heaven. I would love to. I would say that I would just love to turn up for people's uh, kids' nativities. I just think they're brilliant. And then she said, uh, "No, getting a ticket to get in to watch your own child's school nativity play is rarer than a sellout in the minute gig. Seriously, you stand no chance." Which is probably best day. Eh? The best of it was their free fruit veg snacks for the afternoon was carrots. We had kiddies dressed as donkeys eating carrots. Keep up the lempsit. Can't believe we missed you in Litchfield. Get well soon. I know. You did. You said to the normal message you didn't know, but I did put it on my uh, my page. But it, it, do you know what? It was a bit like the nativity. It did sell out quite quickly. But such a shame because it was the guy did loads of different stuff as well. Oh, in fact, different set stuff, but you probably still seen it because it's because it was getting worked out as new stuff in Stafford a while ago. Emma Shuffle says, "Oh no, hope you you're feeling better soon." We enjoyed taking our nephew to Salford to see the snowmen on Thursday and had a really nice meal, meeting up with two of the Stafford lot on our table. The Snowman, is it the, the Snowman the musical? From the we're walking in the air, that. That is fucking perfection, that film. My God. Absolutely wonderful. When they did that, the, the bloody snow dog, I was looking forward to it so much. And then it was just the biggest pile of shit I've ever known. I, was just, I mean, I can't even talk about it now. I'm absolutely, it's just bringing it all back. It's just absolutely livid. My God, I'm just recording this and I'm sitting in bed and next to me, where my boyfriend sleeps, is a fucking raisin. Honestly, it's terrible. A bit of a visualisation to the absolute uh, catastrophe lies we did there. Right, well this has been episode 74. I was going to say, will there be another one? Yeah, there should be another one before Christmas. I can't believe it's fucking Christmas soon. Nightmares, is it? It's bad, isn't it? Not nightmares. It's bad, though, it's cut. Anyway, episode 74. You're great. All the bloody best. Keep leaving. Leave a review, please. That would be nice. That would be lovely. That could be your Christmas present to me. That would be absolutely splendid if you left a review. And uh, season one is out of my Comedians Chatting About Sneakers podcast. That's all on iTunes. Leave a review for that too. That's That's been great. Some wicked guests on it. The last one was Tez Ilias, who's just been on Live at the Apollo and all that. So check all that out. And uh, thanks, as always, to David Harris for your Patreon-ness. And, uh, yeah, take care, everybody. Big love. Big love. Are you entering on that?
Yeah, why not? Big love, man. Peace. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share, tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.